You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk, it's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And away we go. Yes. Away we go into another off-season blueprint edition. We can actually get rid of this to start. We'll we'll keep that mock draft simulator for later in the show here for the YouTube audience. That was a sneak peek at phase three of our off-season blueprint, which is going to be very exciting today. So we did one of these a couple weeks ago where we just we put ourselves in the Vikings front office, which would be a horrible mistake for them, the Wolves. Judd doesn't think so. Judd thinks he could be an NFL well, GM. I think Declan well, and I have a little more self-awareness than that. With a salary cap guy, like, or, or gal. Like, I'm not asking to do the cap. But beyond that. I mean, that, that's a pretty big portion of your job, though, is to have, like, you know, an intricate knowledge of the cap. You might want to brush up before you update yeah. your LinkedIn to send your resume off to these organizations. Uh, I got new news for you right now. The wild GM, Bill Guerin, get, getting help from the league with the cap. Because their cap guy left, and he doesn't know the cap. That How's that going for the Wild, by the way? I'm just saying, let's say Zolgad could do this with a cap person. I'm not doing math. I'm like Dex. Like, Judge he's got himself to a longtime NHL player, by the way. We're, who we're about the same the age. We're I, about uh, the same age. For, for all my succession fans out there, I'd be a very much Roman of this situation. Do not put me in charge of anything. I'm going to make that rocket <laughs> blow up and kill a bunch of people. That's a little, I know a little bit of a spoiler. But uh, no, don't. Don't don't put me in charge. I'm in no I'm in no shape to run this organization. Please don't do that. But, but we're going to part try. of it. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can, we're all you part can, of this. You can be in the room when decisions are being made and yeah. just crack one liner jokes like Roman. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> we're going to go through three phases, and we've already kind of we've already kind of laid the groundwork for for a lot of this, and we'll we'll just speed through some of the stuff that we covered two weeks ago and get to the real juicy stuff, which is signing free agents, in house, external, and then a mock draft simulation. Uh, but all of this today is presented by our friends at Livia. Quick trip as well, but Livia here helping you get off to a great start, losing some weight in 2024, Judd. Yep, exactly right. Look, there's Sports Dad right there, down 40 pounds. How? Because Livia Weight Control Center has helped me. And here's the best part. They're going to help you drop the weight. They're going to help you keep that weight off. And right now, have they got an offer on the table? Three months for free. That's right. The first three months for free. That means you're going to be losing weight, fitting into clothes, feeling good with spring right around the corner. And it's three months for free. Um, and, and also they now are offering brand new medical weight loss options. This could be a life changer and a game changer because it helps to suppress many of the cravings that make weight loss so difficult. Livia here to help you drop that weight three months for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. So here's the, here's the setup for this. The Vikings have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players who started large chunks of last season that are free agents. So you're going to have to account for their current cap situation, but also all these starting caliber players, at least for them that are free agents. So like Kirk Cousins, Dalton Reisner, KJ Osborne, all free agents, Brandon Powell, Greg Joseph, Cam Akers, uh, you know, some of your backup offensive linemen, like Austin Schlopman and David Questenberry, who stepped in at tackle. So you got all these guys on offense. 
On defense, Daniel Hunter's a free agent, DJ Wanham, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport, Jonathan Bullard played 600 snaps. You got Tonga and Troy Dye are both restricted free agents, so we'll, we'll account for all of these. On the cap space front, so the Vikings did sign some practice squad players to the offseason roster. So according to Over the Cap today, the Vikings have $24 million in effective cap space before doing anything. But that also doesn't account for the fact that like Kirk, Kirk Cousins, his cap hit is $28 million, but he is not under contract for this year. Then the Hunter, same thing. The Vikings actually have $50 million, which is about 20% of the projected cap, tied up in Kirk Cousins, Daniil Hunter, and Marcus Davenport, void year, dead money. Right, which is where, so this is the lesson of where the cap is not fake. Like yeah, you can, you, do, you like, can do this, but it comes at it, but, but eventually you pay the cap piper. Yep, and that's what actually Jason from Over the Cap, basically the, the front man for Over the Cap, was tweeting about this yesterday saying, I mean, in the short term, anyone can clear space in the short term. But the more you clear space this year, short term, you're shoving stuff into future years, and eventually you're going to have to have your comeuppance. The Vikings are, they've spent a couple years kind of getting rid of some bad contracts like Thielen's contract and Dalvin Cook. Yep. Uh, but just to speed through this first exercise, which is clearing cap space, how can we go from $24 million to something more so we as the Vikings front office on this episode can get some more players in here? Here's what we did last time, and you tell me if you guys want to throw a wrench into this. Mm-hmm. So we extended Justin Jefferson, which created, and it's kind of a guessing game because we don't know what his exact numbers are going to be, but but our educated guess was you would create $8 million in savings for this upcoming season, and then there'd be a bunch of money going forward. We cut Harrison Smith or just expected him to retire, which saves another $11.5 million for this year. We cut Dean Lowry and Patrick Jones to save $3.5 million. We are keeping Harrison Phillips, Byron Murphy Jr., Garrett Bradbury, Nick Mullins, CJ Ham. Those guys are all options to be cut, but the savings wouldn't really be that much for any of them. So if we do those things, Jefferson extension, Harrison Smith goodbye, Dean Lowry, Patrick Jones goodbye, keeping Harrison Phillips, Byron Murphy Jr., Bradbury, Mullins, CJ Ham. That would get us from $24 million in cap space to about $47 million in cap space. Does anyone want to throw a wrench into that? No. And for the one, so there, there were, I think will be people watching this who are like, Nick Mullins, what are you doing? That, that to me is, is the financial placement of that position. Yeah. So like it might not be him, but you're going to like, you're going to have to pay somebody that, right? He's a backup quarterback for three. Exactly. Million. Yeah. So like, it's just uh, that, that, that to me just holds that place because this gives us the best chance to actually do a realistic um, uh, payment plan on players, and you're going to have a backup quarterback. Yeah. So, so on the Jefferson contract, we're kind of we're, we're going off the Nick Bosa highest-paid non-quarterback contract from last year as structure. Maybe the Vikings can negotiate it down closer to, like, the Tyree Kill highest-paid wide receiver contract. There's about a $5 million a year gap there. So we'll have to see where that thing lands. Um, so, okay. So we've cleared some cap space. We have $47 million in cap space for this episode. I think we should do it with a Kirk cousins extension as the centerpiece. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of choose our different paths here. I think last time we said goodbye. Then we drafted Jaden Daniels this time. Let's start the proceedings by engaging Kirk in a contract extension discussion. 
I can see Judd is already sick to his stomach thinking about this, but let, no, th- this is no, a real possibility for the Vikings. In 100%, the ownership, no, right? I'm actually fine. I'm being very sure? patient here to see how it, yeah, no, this is, this very well could happen. Okay. You're right. So PFF projects two years, $60 million. So $30 million a year for the next two years, plus prorated $28 million in previous accounting from the previous contract with 37 and a half million guaranteed. So it's basically the first year is fully guaranteed. And then part of the second year is guaranteed. I think it's going to be higher than that. What do you guys think? High, higher think, uh, total years, so total than the sixty million. Or the I per. think I think two years is I think two years is good framework. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more than sixty, and I think it's going to be more than thirty-seven and a half because I think the Falcons are going to be in. I think there's going to be three or four teams that are going to be driving the price up until okay. he hits the market. It's all going to be guaranteed. So, like until until I know that teams that every team's like nope won't do that. Um. I am willing to stay around 60. Like, I think that's probably fair, but it's going to be guaranteed. But, I mean, if you go up to 65, that's fine, too. But, yes, I I think the ballpark, I think the unrealistic thing is to think he's going to take anything less than two years fully guaranteed. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think fully guaranteed, and I believe I'm interpreting this right from Judd, you're saying the contract is fully guaranteed both years. Both years fully because guaranteed. I, I do think I, I would fight that. I I don't I don't I think agree. that's gonna be a fully guaranteed. Well well, well yeah. what Judd what Judd is saying is if the Vikings get this deal done before the league mm-hmm. year, right, it will be guaranteed because otherwise, like he would just say, No, I'd like right. to see what my market worth is. Yes. And if the entire market says Kirk, it's a it's kind of a one year thing, Kirk. Okay. The Falcons are offering one year guaranteed, the Vikings are offering one year guaranteed, then he can let the market Kind of, I mean, Lamar Jackson was kind of the same way, right? The Raven, it's a, yep. He was restricted, but the Ravens said, oh, you think you're worth that? Then go test the well, market. And he didn't get I, any offers. I think what we're going to see is I think that Kirk is going to tax the Vikings for because he's got them over a barrel with the $28 million that's going to kick in and kick in in full if he signs after the league year begins, too. So I think he's going to say, Exactly, which is okay. I'll sign in February, two years, let's say 62, fully guaranteed the entire thing. And yeah, and and if he if the Vikings say, and right now, I think it's pretty obvious the Vikings are not offering two years guaranteed, right? Because mm-hmm. if they were at any point the last couple of years, Kirk probably would have done it. Okay, it's a three year deal, two of the years are guaranteed, and we can keep keep going forward here. So here's what I would propose just for the this exercise. Two years, $70 million, and $40 million is guaranteed. So he'd be getting a large chunk of two years guaranteed here. You could still maybe get out from under it. It would be a pretty heavy cap penalty to swallow the next two years, regardless of, you know, if you draft a quarterback. Does that sound fair? Two years, 70. I, I wrote down two years, 70, $25 million signing bonus, which is what he did last time around. Yeah. Uh, you guarantee forty million. I think it's fine. Fairing work for now. Yeah. So thirty-five million yeah. a year, which would make if him a top fifteen. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if if you do that, if it's two years, seventy million, twenty-five million dollars signing bonus with a forty million dollar guarantee, uh, it would essentially increase the Vikings' cap hit by three million dollars. It would go from twenty-eight and a half to thirty-one and a half, and then in two thousand twenty-five, 
the way that I have kind of structured this, you'd go from a $31.5 million cap hit to a $46.5 million cap hit in 2025 with still like $20 million in dead cap on the books for those void years that are still sitting out there. So Mm -hmm. you would just be like, to sum that up, you would just be shoving even more money into Kirk Cousins through the next two years or so. And you'd be in the same position that you've been in for the last six years, hoping mm-hmm. that he can come back from an Achilles injury. But this is something that they might do. Right. So, so I'll accept it. Like I like there, there would be a whole discussion about fighting this and trying to blah, blah, blah. But yes, for the sake of what we're trying to do, let's just say that this is the, that this is the agreement that gets done before the league year begins Okay. And so now, and so now you're in, I guess you're in the best possible situation financially because you sure as hell aren't going to take that dead cap hit and stick that on top of what he potentially might make. Yep. Okay. Daniil Hunter. So we brought him back last time. Do you guys want to bring him back? We got about, by the way, we have about $44 million in cap space for this year. Okay. 44 million. The projected PFF contract is three years, $65 million. He also has a bunch of accounting money that, yeah. You know, you're you're not going to be able to get that cap hit down too far. Uh, but the projected contract is three years, 65 million. So like 22 million a year, 40 million in guarantees. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay, here's my question. Now, I think he might, he's in in a position to at least um, hit the market and test his value, and I don't think that there's a penalty there, so he could return here. In this conversation, personally, I'm almost going to say that I, I see this as a as the splash outside free agent signing. Oh. So so like you've kept Kirk, but let's why but would Kirk you keep to, Kirk and not bring back Daniil too, right? You well, almost... but but that's what I'm saying is are we comfortable? Are we comfortable if this is your like if you were to internally consider this to be your okay, we went out and landed a free agent, it just happens to be ours. Are we comfortable with that? Because I, I'm inclined to want to bring him back coming off what we've seen. Dex? God, just, <laughs> we're just, I, I, and I don't mean to like run, run around this vicious circle, but it's just, we're, you're running it back. You're running everything uh-huh. back. You're doing the uh-huh. same bleep yeah. over and over again. And I know that's for, the thing. of this We're forcing ourselves to bring Kirk back for this that's exercise, what he's right? Yep. To be clear, I think bringing Kirk back is running it back or, you know, and, mm-hmm. but, but the exercise is to have to do that. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't say, Hey, Phil buzz off. We're not yeah. doing it. Yeah. So the so, wills have mandated that we bring yeah. Kirk back. Yeah. So I get what Declan is saying completely. I don't even disagree with Declan. I know, but, but if I'm going to bring Kirk back, Daniil is a huge part of what I do defensively. Yeah. So they bring him back. They bring him okay. back. So, okay, so if we do this contract and we'll and we'll put a $15 million signing bonus, which is kind of standard for some of the comparable edge rusher contracts, this would make Daniil one of the top eight to 10 highest paid edge, edge rushers in the NFL, which is what he wants. Yep. Age 29 season, you would uh, you'd go from like a 14, $15 million cap hit to like 17 and a half. So let's say we're tacking $3 million on to this year's cap. 
And then if that, that cap number goes up like double in 2025 and 26 would be the third year of a three-year deal um, with no guaranteed money. But so your, your, go, your cap's going up, but then it's going up like double for Daniil in a couple of years when he's 30 years old. So you have to figure that out. But we got yep. Daniil back. We got Kirk back. And we still have $41 million. Because again, Daniil's, Daniil already had in, in our accounting here, Daniil already made up like a $14 million hit. We're only, we're only adding like $3 million. So we still have $41 million okay. to play with here as we go into some of these other guys. Um, I told you guys last time, I'd like Brandon Powell back for a million and a half. So if you guys are cool with that, fine. so we'll knock, we'll it's knock a million was, and a half. He contributed. That gets us down to 39. Uh, we also have to account for a kicker at $2 million, Greg Joseph or whoever. Mm-hmm. And then at least a couple veteran backup offensive linemen. So let's let's bring it down now to thirty five million with, with some of those depth pieces. All right. So I'll go through this list again, like we did last time. You tell me for other internal offensive and defensive free agents. Really, the only like the only two that would make above kind of league minimum money are Dalton Reisner and KJ Osborne, maybe DJ Wanham or Jordan Hicks. You want to bring any of these guys back, or should we get right to the external free agents? I'd bring back Reisner as mostly yeah, just this rotational depth guy, or maybe he starts for your week one. But of, of those of those internal guys left, Reisner would be the one that I would bring back. And PFF has eight million dollars a year on Reisner, so it'd be it'd be Reisner for eight million dollars a year because we're going off those parameters. So b- before we potentially bring Reisner back, we have thirty five million dollars to work with. Is that right? That is correct. Yep. Boy. But we don't have a so we don't we don't currently have a starting left guard. We don't yep. currently have a pass rushing defensive tackle. We don't really have a second edge rusher well, of note. I think we're we gonna need linebacker depth. I think we're gonna have to address the defensive tackle in the draft now. That's my opinion. But can we sign so if we don't bring Reisner back, can we can we potentially consider the splash signing since Hunter's coming back on defense? a guard like would, would it make more sense to invest in Reisner like Declan said coming back as like a, 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 guard, a backup guard at right and left guard or does it make more sense to save that and try and pursue one of the guards that we talked about yesterday for instance well let's let's carry this conversation over into the external so I think again for this episode because there's there's a million free agents out there PFF has a top 150 list let's use the five free agents that we talked about on yesterday's purple daily that just to just to make this an easier exercise so here's our external free agent options for this episode defensive tackle uh justin matabuike who's one of the best interior pass rushing defensive linemen from the ravens be 23 million dollars a year he's 26 years old edge rusher bryce huff also 26 he's more of a third down and edge rushing specialist at 13 million dollars a year there's the two guards we talked about. Two of the best guards in the NFL are free agents. Kevin Dotson with the Rams and Robert Hunt with the Dolphins. That would be $17, $17.5 million a year for either one of those guys. And then running back Tony Pollard is another one that we talked about at like $8 million a year to come in here and be a two-headed monster with Ty Chandler. So I'll throw those five options out there as potential. So I think we have room for at least one big splash free okay. agent signing in addition here because we're sho- hey, we're shoving money we gave signing oh, bonuses to Kirk and Daniil. We, we're shoving money into the future, man. Let's we're do this. Pay the piper at some point, but we keep saying that and they don't do it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, personally, I'm going to vote guard. Daniil's coming back, so I'm not going to overpay for a pass rushing partner. You do have to go get one, but I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to. Those prices are huge. And if I'm paying Daniil top 10, I'm probably not going to pay somebody else top 10. Okay. Um, the Vikings might look at defensive tackle there. Personally, in this room right now, my vote is guard. I'm cool with guard. Let's let let's spend guard. the money on the guard. Let's do it. Yep. So and then we and we read this yesterday from PFF. Uh, Kevin Dotson was traded from the Steelers to the Rams last offseason, in part because Sean McVay pivoted from a wide zone rushing attack to a heavy gap scheme rushing game. Football. Uh, what that means is Sean McVay said we need to overhaul our running game, and they did. And Kevin Dotson was a huge part of that. Maybe Kevin O'Connell should look in that same mirror and say, we need to overhaul our running game. It has not worked for two years. Yeah, you might want to call your buddy. Be a part of that. Yeah. Might want to call your friend, McVeigh and say, hey, what, what did you do there again? Because uh, we probably need to do the same thing. So, so Dotson, it's a four-year, $69 million contract for $17 million a year, $41 million in guarantees. He's 28 years old, but you're getting I'm, I'm the second highest graded guard in the NFL, according to PFF. You plug him right in. Let's call it, uh, I mean, we don't know what the full structure is going to be. Let's call it like 13 million cap hit for this year. Because yep. what they would probably do is they would backload it a little bit. So that brings us down to $22 million in cap space left. And we do, by the way, just so I'm sure, like, right? Because with your rookie class, that like accounts for like what, eight to 10? So do we, so we got to make account, some, yeah, are we, we accounting gotta, for that as well right now? That's a good, that's a good point. This is why Declan's in the front office. Yep. I didn't, we're gonna need I didn't to question Declan's. Yeah. I'm not that's what I said, Dex. I'm smart. You, yeah. you might not run the team, but you are a very important voice. So yeah. let's call it like, yeah, we're going to need like, let's say $6 million, six to $7 million in yeah. cap space. Yeah. For yes, the, seven. Yep. I, th- I think seven. So that brings us down to like $16 million. Okay. In effective cap space. How about Tony Pollard? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do do we want to go there with this one, um, or do we trust that Ty Chandler can can graduate to the top back? And so here here's my question: Was the Vikings' run game deficiency okay? And Madison, I I think we all agree was disappointing. But just from a starting standpoint here, was the deficiency? How much was it in the backs? And how much was it in the lack of commitment, like with Chandler, who I think we all saw things from? Because the Pollard thing intrigues me. I'm just wondering, do we need to use that remaining money on defensive depth? I mean, here's the thing. Like, this is where it gets kind of, you know, so let's say we have $16 million to spend. There's guys out. Well, so I guess here's the question. Would you rather spend, let's say we haven't, because you're going to have some leftover money for just like the Dean Lowry's of the world, just the in terms of that level depth. When you say depth, I'm thinking you mean an impact player, right? Well, I I mean a, a, a B-level free agent like cornerback. Oh, okay. So like, but but that can be, that doesn't mean it's a bad player. But like, let you know, the first two days, for the most part, all of the A-level guys that we're discussing are gone, right? And then there's a second wave, and then there's a third wave. I'm talking a second wave like cor- cornerback mm. um, because I don't know I'm drafting one high. I don't know I can afford to. Well, somebody, one of the prominent I mockers I know, and he, took, and, and he took one from a school I'm not going near <laughs> again, so thank you very much. 
By the way, um, too, on, on Purple Daily on draft, we, we went a whole meat potatoes defensive tackle draft strategy of, of how to replace that position since it's so thin. Um, mm-hmm. And that might be an area where they're going to have to take, I mean, you know, Jaquellen Roy was someone they drafted last year. He might have to t- you know, take a big step in 2024. Mm-hmm. So I think there's options. I think there's, to Judd's point, day two and three of the draft, there are, there are dart throws they're probably going to throw, in my opinion, at the defensive line tackle position because they have mm. to. So, but 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 we in terms of free agency, you're mm-hmm. you're suggesting okay, we should. I think there's three options. Then there's Tony Pollard for eight million dollars a year, yep. running back, and yep. he's reliable on third down. He, the Cowboys and everyone else learned he's not a three hundred touch guy. He's a he's a split carries guy, and you got Ty Chandler as as sort of your traditional maybe first and second down guy and then Tony Pollard mixing in also but primarily third down. Bryce Huff is on this list of five that we brought up external free agents. He'd be a pass rushing specialist to help on the other side of Daniil Hunter, just another guy that especially on third downs can get after opposing quarterbacks. That'd be like 13 million a year. So we we yeah. would have room there, not a lot, but we'd have some room there. Or we go get I mean you're talking about getting like a starting cornerback it sounds like. I'm That's what about you're a, saying. I'm talking about a guy that can pro, that can come in and at least com, compete for that, and those guys aren't necessarily cheap. But the Huff thing, uh, hold on a second here. Hold the phone a second. The Huff thing intrigues me at the price you just said. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to pay – I'm not going to pay – I can't afford to, I don't think – starting money to a pass rusher when I'm paying Hunter that. Um, but the Huff thing is more of a third down guy, but he could complement this. That one intrigues me. The Pollard one, I just, I love the idea on the surface, but I don't know if this problem can't be solved without, without actually paying that much. If yep. that makes sense. You could, you could, there's plenty of running backs in the draft. I like the you Huff. Could, uh, I sort of like the Huff one. I sort of like this. So 26 year old edge rush. He had 60 pressures in limited snaps, eight, eight sacks, top yeah. 10 pass rush grade, according to PFF. Not good in the run game, but you're paying him to do one thing, which is go hunt the opposing quarterback, right? Flores might love him. I mean, we don't know, but I, think he, I sort I of think like he'd that. Find some, some room in his heart for Huff. Okay. So $13 million a year. Let's call it a $9 million cap hit. And that brings us down to we got like uh, $7 million left for Should some we go get a pack of gum? Yeah. <laughs> let's go to Tom Thumb. Or Quick yeah. Trip, better yet. Quick Trip would be the the better yeah, place right, there right, to go. So that's kind of, that's kind of our free agency bin before we move into the draft here. So we, we brought back Kirk. We, we brought back Daniil. We gave them large signing bonuses so we can, cause you can prorate the signing bonus over the life of the contract. So you would give them money up front and pay for it later. It's buy now. And, uh, or, or, or I guess bring it home now and put them on a payment plan for later. And In then the we're, we're signing Dotson and Huff to shore up guard and the other edge rusher spot going into the draft here. Uh, so before we go into this mock draft simulation, let's shout out our friends at Ballard's Resort. If you're looking for a great summer fishing getaway, Ballard's Resort is situated on the south shore of Lake of the Woods. This is right where the Rainy River flows into this massive lake, that Canadian border water air, those 10-pound walleye floating around, uh, this is a wonderful property at Ballard's Resort. They even have U.S. Coast Guard licensed guides to help you on your fishing journey, full-service bar, restaurant as well. Ballard'sResort.com, 
They do fill up fast in the summertime right now. Like people are booking right now. So get over there to ballardsresort.com. Also, the Minnesota Golf Show in a couple of weeks is uh, is set at the Minneapolis Convention Center, February 9th through the 11th. We're going to be there, Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily, for a couple hours on Saturday, February 10th. And if you want to hang out with us, you can get tickets, $5 tickets, by the way, with the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, at mngolfshow.com. That's $5 tickets to come hang out with us at the Minnesota Golf Show, Saturday, February 10th, promo code SCORE at mngolfshow.com. Okay, gentlemen, phase three. I want to mock! Mock! I want to... We're going phase three. All right. Uh, Judd, you are you're gonna head the war room here. I will set this up, but you're gonna be the point man in our war room. We'll pop this up on the screen for the YouTube audience. And this is the PFF mock draft simulator, boys. What would you say, Judd, are the biggest needs right now, knowing what we just did in free agency internally, externally? Well, I think now with Kirk back and to what Declan said, you are to a certain point, if not fully trying to to run things back and win now, I would say defensive tackle. That's my biggest need right now. And yeah. and yet, yes, you can you can take them in the third, fourth, fifth round, uh, but I want a guy that can come in and start on day one without a real question mark. And to me, that's a first-round draft pick. I'm going to add, I still think, young quarterback and young edge. Because Daniil, I mean, we just signed Daniil, but if you can well, get your and, hands on a young edge. And corner, too. And corner and, too, but and yes. linebacker and running back, but defensive ta- <laughs> de- de- defensive tackle is where I ultimately, with what we're doing, would focus. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's see here. So the Bears are on the clock. All right. I think uh, we can just kind of let this play out. Let's let the first few picks come off the board. We can evaluate if we want to trade up or if we want to stand. We would trade back. Here we go. The Chicago Bears with the number one pick select Caleb Williams. The Commanders select Drake May. Ooh, the Patriots take the left tackle, local boy Joe Alt, before the Cardinals select. Very Belichickian of them. Yeah, they go meat and potatoes. Love Um, the meat and potatoes. And then they select, uh, the Cardinals select Marvin Harrison Jr. with the fourth pick. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Okay, well, you know, Jaden Daniels is falling, and the Chargers don't need him. Do we try to hop the Giants here? You still do need a quarterback of the future. You do, and I love it, but in this world, are you really going to go now trade for a quarterback of of the future when we just decide to bring Kirk back for two years? Yeah, probably not. I mean, I hate to say it because I agree completely with your point, but this to me is is why I find the dish that we serve to be non-palatable. I'm sending it back in the restaurant, personally. Because if you trade up for a a quarterback fifth in the draft, you're starting him probably week one, right? Yes. Like you're, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. All right. Sorry. This could, could be a franchise mistake, but the Willis made is. us keep Kirk could Cousins. Be. Let's see how far he falls now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brock Bowers, the tight end. There's Jaden yep. Daniels to the New York Giants, moving off Daniel Jones. Yeah. And then uh, the, the next few picks here, we'll just pause this again. Cooper Dijon, Dijon, the cornerback from Iowa, goes seventh to the Titans. And then Roma Dunze, the receiver from Washington, goes eighth to the Falcons. Bears, Jets are next before Vikings. 
trade up or are you guys good? No, so I'm good. staying. Good. I'm staying at Pat. I'm standing Pat in this world. All right. The Bears take uh Olu Fashanu, the tackle from Penn State. Oh, 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 got Scherzer sniped. Newton sniped oh, right in front oh, of us, dude. Oh, we got sniped. Oh. All right, let's regroup. It's brutal. What's on the board? Okay, let's let's take a peek here. So the edge rusher party has not started yet. We could start the edge rusher party with Dallas Turner, with Jared Verse, and that would give that would give the Vikings Daniil Hunter. You'd have uh, Bryce Huff, pass rushing specialist, and then you would get one of these all-around great edge rushers from Alabama or Florida State. This is tempting. You'd have pass rushing fever up front. Okay, so here's my sense, and I know Vikings fans are probably going to throw their phone or their remote against the TV as I say it. Can we trade back four spots? Because there's a ton of edge rushers here. You're not going to miss out on edge rushers. Is there a trade offer that we can that we can take that we just move back a few spots? Not 20 Let's spots. See. I'm talking like four or five spots. Well, you said four, so it's funny. Here are the teams that are interested in trading with us. The Colts with the 15th pick are interested in trading with us. Okay. And then the Texans at 23, and then the rest of these are like 29 later. So... Okay, so what's the Colts offer? Let's see for the Colts. We don't. So it's we have to offer them. It just oh, says they're it. Okay. they're interested. So we'd swap the eleven and the fifteen, mm-hmm. and then they would they this would like, give us they give the us eighty two. Yep, they give us a third. Yep. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yeah, might as well. Okay. Well, pull the trigger. Trade accepted. Hey, we just made a trade, boys. Yep. We just and right now, right now, the draft party turned toxic. Yep. It just turned party. toxic. People are throwing but beer they, they, they the didn't trade back two hours like they after did Declan. two years ago. Yeah. And I'm okay. blaming you, by the Malik way. Malik Neighbors to the Colts. Nate Wiggins, cornerback to the Broncos. Wow, no edge oh. This is great. God, Declan. Oh, Bo Nix to oh, the Bo Saints. Oh, Bo Nix. Nice. So okay. we just traded okay. back, and all of the edge rushers are on the board. Can I ask you a question? Dallas Turner or Jared Verse? Wait, wait, wait. Who was the best defensive tackle still left? Uh, here, I'll take a look. Okay. I'm not saying to do this. I'm just my, curious. My, my genius idea just played out. Now you're throwing another curveball in it. Yeah. What no, do you, I'm, uh, in char- I'm in charge of the table. Okay. I'm like, okay. Rick so, Spielman. uh, Byron, uh, Leonard Reach. Taylor yeah, Reach. is okay. like a late first. So nope. this is probably more second round for us. These guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Edge. Edge. Okay. Dallas yeah, Turner. Dallas Turner. Yeah, for sure. That's fine. All right. We just took Dallas Turner. God. What value? Okay, let's, uh, we're going to we're gonna go speed up into the second round here. Hey, we just drafted a player. Nice job, boys. Yeah, yeah. We just drafted a player, and we're running things back. I feel really good about this. Also updating my resume. Ooh, Byron Murphy. The second. The other Byron Wow, Murphy. look at this, dude. We're, yeah, we're back on the clock at 42. And Byron Murphy, the Texas interior defensive lineman, is on yep. the board. If I click right. this, can you guys see this? Yep. Yes. So here is, here's what he did last year mm. on the left-hand column here. He played 430 defensive snaps for Texas. His pass rush grade was a 91 and a half. He had six sacks, 36 quarterback hurries last year, and a pretty good grade in the one stopping game. What's height and weight? Give me He's height. He's 6'1, and weight. 308. Ooh, interesting build. Interesting build. Okay. Uh, um, I would I would take this. I would I would yeah, I'll do complicated here. Oh, yeah. But here, here's the thing. Can you pause right after you make the pick? Because I have an idea. After you yeah. make the pick of Byron Murphy, yep. So we're gonna um, we're gonna draft him here. Hold on, and then we're gonna pause. It's going no. fast. No, that's okay. Here, here's the deal. Here's my question: Did JJ McCarthy come off the board? Let's take a peek. I like what you're thinking here. Let's just go through and see where the quarterbacks went. 
So Bo Nix went 14. Mm-hmm. I don't see J.J. McCarthy. Michael well, Penix went 34. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Where's Michael Penix? All and right. J.J. McCarthy is still on the board. Okay. And the Jags are on the Dex clock. is cooking yep, right now, man. Yeah, yep. yep. Dex is trying to wheel his okay. so, Dex. Yeah, who needs... Let's see where we can jump here. Well, neither, neither of these next three teams need a quarterback. Rams, maybe. I can see the Rams. Yeah, Rams, maybe. Yep. Let's see if we can swing a trade with one of these next three. So Jaguars, Bengals, or Eagles. Try the let's, Eagles. Let's, try the Eagles? Thir- yeah. I like the deal. Yeah, I like that wheel and deal. And they're at 50. So we'd be swapping the so. 50. We'd have to give them the, the 82. Third. Yep. And like and, the 130? No, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Give them a, a offer a 2025 pick. Oh, try the try the third. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Third I'm looking at here. this. I'm looking no. at this. No. It'd be it'd be there. It'd be a second. It'd be a second next year. What if they kick something back to us? Yeah, give me something. Yeah, try back. that. Yeah. Give us yeah. a uh, try the 137 just to see. 137. Yeah. What if it's the 97? Well, yeah, the 137. Uh, okay. Okay, so okay. we'd be tra- we'd be trading we'd be trading up 32 spots, swapping the 82 and the 50. Giving mm-hmm. them next year's second rounder, but we'd be mm-hmm. getting back a fourth rounder this year. So we'd be essentially moving moving up thirty to draft JJ McCarthy, and then swapping a second for a fourth. Yep. In this year's, right? Yep. Okay. I do offer this. trade. Trade accepted. Okay. okay, we just made a trade. Okay. Now All people right. are gonna like if you hate JJ McCarthy, that's fine. That's fine. But this is the, the we're going through the exercise. They need. A quarterback lottery ticket, right? Resume draft. Watch us get sniped. Nope. I okay. Swear that. <laughs> okay. Quarterbacks. JJ McCarthy. There it is. Take him. Still on the board. Huh. And we just drafted him. Gotcha. Jumped the rank a little bit, but that's okay. Sending in my resume now. There we go, boys. So now our well, next you pick should, is because we're going to lose a lot. Kirk's going to get hurt again, Dex. So we're all going to be fired, so we won't be doing this anymore. We're going to go turbo here. Okay, so we're back on the clock at 108. We can okay. kind of fly through this because obviously we don't. Know we're Take doing the this. running back? We need a running back. Bucky Irving from, sure. from uh, Oregon. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'd like to look at cornerbacks before we pull the trigger on a running back. Okay. I mean, Bucky Irving's flashy, man. Uh, 1,100 yards, yeah. six yards. But we don't per like attempt, to call him caught Bucky. 55 Remember passes. That. Remember that. We object to that name because when he played for the Golden Golfers, we were very upset that the guy would be called Bucky. Um, there's not I a whole lot see... in terms of cornerbacks around no, this point. They're certainly not. Okay. You guys right. cool with Bucky Irving? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Got a running back in the mix. Boom. We just drafted another. Look, we were just fixing the Vikings left and right. Okay. Back sure on the clock that? at 130. So you we got sure our quarterback. That? We got our edge. We got our tackle, right? And we got our running back. We've drafted four players. I think I'm right on that. So we still need some defensive depth. Linebacker, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a Notre Dame linebacker right there. Um, J.D. Bertrand. Yeah. I hope he's never been catfished. <laughs> Those dumbass Notre Dame linebackers. Okay, here's Ooh. your cornerbacks, by the way. Max Melton from Rutgers yeah. is in this range. He's nine below the rank that the Vikings are at. What What was... We, um... we have another pick in seven picks, by the way, and then another one in 18. Okay, should we take a cornerback and linebacker with the next two picks? Sure. Let's let's do uh, my Notre Dame guy here, getting yep. catfished. Yep. And then uh, we'll grab. We need a center at some point too. Drake Nugent is sitting here, Dex. Oh, JJ like McCarthy, center. center. 
Oh, should the we take them both? Oh, we're take, keeping take, them together. Dude, yeah, let's take them both. Take the center. Okay. Jared Bradbury's not going to make the team anyway. Yep, yep. Take the center. Oh, snap. What? Okay, whoa, and, whoa, and now we can go on a cornerback run. Let's go All on right. a cornerback run here. I mean, at 148. Yeah. You, I mean, we don't have Tyler or Thor or anyone to tell us. We'll just draft this guy from Missouri. And then uh, we're kind of just going best player available here. Another Chip linebacker. Scoggins guy, Joe Milton. The, the QB. Oh, the Tennessee Chipper, quarterback. Chipper loves his quarterbacks from Tennessee. Those you know, balls. we also okay. could use some depth along the offensive line because we're losing guys. Yes. So we'll, let's go tackle here. You can never go wrong taking too much. Well, you know what else? Potentially a tight end. A tight end. Hawkinson's hurt. I don't know if my guy Johnny the Munt is long for this team. Okay. You want the uh this this I'm random dude end. from Kansas State yeah, here? Yeah, he's got good I'm sure he's got good size. Oh, look at those grades. <laughs> Just show uh, progress. 48 catches for 669 yards last yep. year. If you All want right. actual draft analysis in these rounds, Purple Daily on draft, draft. with Tyler Fornis, yeah. Miles Gorham and Declan Goff. All right, we're taking this Ben uh, Sinet guy. As a tight end. So there we go, boys. We just, we just did a like five-round mocker here. Let's see what our grade is. How well did I do? They're giving okay. us a B-minus for that trade back, by the way. But the overall grade is an yeah, A. It's an A. Right. a. Let's go. Yeah. That's pretty good, boys. Yep. So we wind up with, we're bringing the band back together with Kirk Cousins, with Daniil Hunter, we signed the best left guard on the market in Dotson. We signed a pass rushing specialist in Huff. And then we went top edge rusher on the board at 15 after trading back. Any more draft capital? Byron Murphy from Texas, the interior defensive um, pass rusher and 300-pound body. And we got J.J. McCarthy and Bucky Irving. So I, I kind of like this. I, I love this. You guys. I think this is a great idea. I, if the draft plays out like this... I, I'm I'm very happy. I think kind of in. Yeah. I hate this entire thing. What? I hate this entire idea, though. Like we're doing, but because we're being forced to do things because Kirk's coming back, and so now you didn't take the quarterback that you probably, or, or to Phil's point, my goal at the end of the day, that Chargers pick at five, I'd love to go up and snipe a quarterback there. Like with the, how how the draft went, just make so, it so hard when you when you lock in two and a half years of I know dead. Cap you know what this is? This is going to a restaurant and your top two choices are out, and you still <laughs> like the restaurant and you eat there, there, but it's like I didn't get my top choice. Yeah, yeah, that's what this is you. like. I feel like I feel like we did the best we could with what we had. Yeah, and JJ McCarthy as like a mid to late second rounder after you've drafted a couple stud defensive players. Yeah. Okay, you're hedging a little bit there on your quarterback, but and then but he's he can fine say not he's starting 20 years one. old. Exactly. Yep. Hundred percent. Yep. So okay, there we go. There's uh, that's the second crack at the Vikings offseason for us. That one also presented by our friends at Nutrisource, by the way. Nutrisource, the official dog and pet food of Purple Daily of Score North, Maya Mackey. I'm surprised she hasn't actually come into the office here and asked for her yeah, my, my for her lunch too. yet. What's going on? Stella certainly did. In fact, this morning, in fact, the last two two days, if she got in trouble with her mom Uh-oh. yesterday because she was barking at Pop Pop so Damn, much girl. that mom finally said, simmer down, get down here, and oh. let the man sleep. But you know what? Stella won't let, let me sleep because Nutrisource is too important. 
Yeah, Vincer same way. Vincer same way. He uh he's he's a very vocal dog. He's a lot like his father. He has to be the center of the tension. He's always asking for attention. He's he's always crying for attention and nothing just, you know, kind of calms him down like a good little Nutrisource treat. Nutrisource chicken and rice is the official lunch uh and dinner and breakfast of Maya and the treats for all of our dogs for sure. Nutrisourcepetfoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer and location near you. All right, thanks for hanging out with us on this Vikings offseason blueprint edition of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.